Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Pageant Verite. My name is Carly Rose, and I am so excited you are joining us. We have a fabulous show in store, some secrets to tell, and we're going to be visiting with my fabulous co-host right off the bat, the incredible Kyle Haggerty. Hey, Kyle, how you doing? Doing good, Carly. How are you? Now, I'm coming from Seattle, the home of the Championship Seahawks. (laughs) Where are you coming from today? You know, can I have one week when I don't have to hear about the Seahawks? Please, can you spare me? You know, it's hard on me to not talk about it because we are so excited. (laughs) You know, the Broncos just decided to be nice and just decided to get spanked by you all. Get their ass kicked. Just let's be nice to get our ass kicked. If I'm going to be nice, I'll let you have maybe six points. I'm not going to let you kick my ass. Well, I could do a lot more to, you know something? I'm not going to do it today. I'm not. Okay. You're going to force me. You're going to force me to say some things, and then people are going to really get to know who I am. So we have a big show today, so I want to do my first round of shout-outs first so we can just jump right into it, Okay. Okay. Well, championships, we are on the last swing of audition. If you are a singer, dancer, actress, model, come to a $130,000 in scholarship and prizes. Come there. My second shout-out is to Ariel Ross Marino, your reigning Miss Virginia USA. I had the opportunity of working out with her in the gym this week and getting Ooh. ready for Miss USA. Yes. And I'm looking very forward to our Miss USA show. Once yes. Donald Trump set a date, Donald Trump, if you could please, can we get a date and a location so I can order my plane ticket and book my hotel? Can and then for pageantry, can we do a pageant verite on you should get a new hairdo, Donald Trump? Well, you know, hmm. You know. Moving. Okay, Carly, whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and then my last shout out is to Christopher Wilmer. I had the opportunity to meet with my buddy, the CEO and director, national director of Miss United States. The state pageants are in full swing. So if you are looking to go to Miss United States, go to www.missunitedstates.com, enter your state pageant, win, and you will come visit me here in Washington, D.C. for the national pageant July 4th week. So anyway, so what we got going on today, Ms. Carly? Well, first I got to tell you, I, I promised my fans I have three. I promised them that I would tell them a secret story that I haven't told very many people in my life. And what okay. it is, is when I was in my early 20s, I went out with some ladies to a gay club. And oh. I was rocking the sweater dress. In those days, I was probably like a 38, 26, 40, you know, like... I didn't days. know that they did sweater dresses in 1932. Yes, it was early 1990s, Kyle. And I was feeling pretty pretty, you know, I'm with several girlfriends. And anyway, we go to this gay club. I'd never been to one ever, ever. And I didn't get a very warm reception. Now, I'm used to everyone loving Carly. And I just, I couldn't figure out what was going on. They were having a contest, a drag contest. And I was getting some really dirty looks. And so one of my friends went and finally asked somebody, what is going on? Why are you guys being, you know, looking at our friend like that? They thought I was a guy who looked 
so hot in drag, they were mad I was going to win the contest. Okay. In gay speak, we call <laughs> that you were looking fish. I was looking fish? I, you were looking fish. Okay. Are we referring that, that to females? That is the ultimate compliment. Listen, that is the <laughs> ultimate compliment in drag when they say that you're looking fish. And there's a certain word that starts with a C that I can't say on TV, so I won't say it. But okay. that word's a compliment, too. You can ask our, our guests. So I was looking fish. I've, I've never, as a female, wanted to say I looked fish. For some reason, in the straight community, fish. girls, that kind of, oh, how do you spell it? F-I-S-H, you look fish. Like a swimming fish, but I'm thinking. Like grade A tuna shark. I'm still Salmon. thinking. Yes. Okay, well then let me just move on. I was after I found out I was very flattered. I did have to go to the bathroom with one of them for them to confirm that I was. We just had to do some checking and things like that. But I was yeah, I was very flattered. So I really, really I have watched the drag community for years. I love watching them. I even trained with watching RuPaul and things like that to be a national pageant queen because right. they rock being a female better than those of us that actually have a vagina. So I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have our next guest on. We did a show last week with Naomi Michaels, who was the who was Miss Black America 2012, and he had some things to say. And whenever we have a guest that mentions someone else, it is our policy to make sure that whoever was mentioned has the right to come on and tell what they want to say. So with that said, one of the guests that was a people that was mentioned was Miss Black America Plus 2012, Sandra Lopez. So she has agreed to grace us with her gorgeous presence. She has been doing pageants for over 10 years, is a reigning national queen right now with another pageant system, and just is a rock star, gorgeous. Wait till you lay eyes on this beautiful face. Hey, Sandra Lopez, thanks for joining us. Hi, Carly, how are you? I am so thrilled. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. And let me just say I love Carly. Oh, I love that you love Carly. Thank you. Hi, Kyle, how are you? You Hi, are Dan. welcome. So, Sandra, yes. we are really blessed. Now, your current title is? At this present time, I actually have two. I am Miss Cobalt out of D.C., which is a bar title, and I'm also the current reigning Miss Queen of Beauty, which is a recent title that I won in Ohio. Awesome. So what got you doing drag pageants? What made you decide you wanted to do pageants? Well, actually, when I started doing shows, I, it was a step above that I wanted to go, and a friend of mine, Debbie Todd McCray, got me started at her newcomer pageant, and the first year I ran, I was a complete mess. Um, I still made first runner-up, and I was most beautiful, but I was a complete mess. And after that learning experience, I said it was only going to take me one time to get it right, and the next time I went, I won. And Yay. within that first year of doing pageants, I won eight pageants that first year. So it was, a, it was just it, – it, it's very uh, contagious, as they say. It catches on. So Completely once you win one, you can't stop. All right. Now, what, do, you have a, now do you have a platform in drag pageantry? Do you, have, do you guys have platforms? Uh, they actually, if you do, not every queen carries around a platform. I mean, if you want to have one in your personal life and your personal goals that you really want to make a difference in people's lives, there are queens that do that. I can't really say that I have one right now because of most of the pageants that I've competed in and reigned. I've successfully completed my platform and done things that I've wanted to do. So okay. as of right now, I'm, you know, trying to better myself as a human being. And by bettering myself, I feel that I can affect others to better themselves as well. So that's pretty much my, my platform. Awesome. What is the standout moment that being a pageant queen has brought to you? You know, I would actually have to say winning Black America. And the reason why it was so sentimental to me is because a month to the day that I won, my father passed away. Okay. And a lot of people thought that I wasn't going to compete 
And um, I was raised in a very no-nonsense type of family, very common-sense type, type of family. And, you know, life goes on. And we face challenges every day, and my father would not have wanted me to not progress with my plans. So I pulled myself up to, uh, together, pulled my chin up, and kept it going. And actually, on the day that I won, it was his birthday. So it was a very, very gentle and uh, bittersweet moment for me. And oh, that's girl, why I that whole reign meant a lot. The show must go on, right? I remember my na- last on. national cut title that I have currently is Today's American Woman Queen. My father passed away the week prior to nationals. And same thing, it's that attitude that, you know what, he would want us to go out there, get on that stage, rock it, bring home that crown. And it was so movie-like. It was just like it played out perfectly. You see these kind of things happen in the movies, and you wonder what would happen if that was actually you. And it, yeah. I lived that moment. And, it, you know, the Lord was on my side, and he was in my corner, so everything worked out for the good. Good for you. Now, how long have you been dressing in drag? Since 99. After right after I got out of high school, even my, during my Marine Corps years, I was dressing. I wasn't uh, as openly about it. I would sneak out of the house wearing boy clothes, and my mother would notice that I would have uh, a backpack, but yet I was coming home in the same clothing. So oh, okay. that's how it kind of got out there that I was doing something different. She didn't know what it was, but uh, just going to the clubs, and I would see other girls, and I said, you know, that's something I would like to do. And with the help of a couple friends, I got led on the right path. Awesome. And so once you let yourself get out there and like be, is it called out of the closet when you go drag and you let everyone know you're going drag? Uh, they call it that, but some of us were actually pulled and yanked out of the closet like myself. I didn't have the opportunity to sit my parents down and tell them that. My mom was very, very inquisitive. Yeah. And uh, she just knew. She knew. She asked me at first and I lied and told her. Uh, she actually, she said, you know, the neighbors say that her, their daughter's gay and, or a lesbian and you're gay. I said, well, I don't know about her, but I'm not gay. And <laughs> so um, uh, one weekend my grandmother had passed away, and the guy I was seeing at the time, he would pick me up to kind of, you know, take me out to get my mind off of things. And my mom had enough, and I took one step in the house, and she went off. So that was that opening moment. Awesome. And did it, was it a completely freeing moment for you to get out there and be able to be real about it? Not really, because I didn't get to do it the way I wanted to. It took me a, a while to be comfortable with myself. And then after I realized, hey, it's not going anywhere, then I had to make her realize it's not going anywhere, neither am I. So, and we're still two pieces of pot to this day. Awesome. I'm so excited. Lisa. I'm so excited to have you on. And since you are so gorgeous and I am so me fishy, too. let's yep. go ahead and bring Mr. Kyle Haggerty into the conversation. That word is. Huh? The C I word? I know. I mean, you have to, like, message me and let me know. I'm hoping it's not the one I think it is because that's oh, not one of my favorite yeah. words. And, and believe it or not, in the gay community, it's a compliment when oh, you're called It's a compliment to get called that word? Oh. Yeah. You have to apologize She's telling the absolute truth. Nothing but the truth, so help you God. So I'm going to have to apologize to my 16-year-old daughter for the time that I slapped her for calling me that word then because it was actually a compliment. It, well, well, no, <laughs> it, it depends on who's telling you in what context they're using. Okay. <laughs> so, so, Carly, are you saying it's my turn? Kyle Haggerty, we would love to talk with you. <laughs> okay. Well, let me go ahead and do a little bit of my disclaimers first. Um, first of all, um, Sandra, in your honor, I decided to be a little bit more masculine and butch tonight, so I didn't <laughs> shave. I didn't really look like a man for you, because I know that you were giving me all this feminine fish tonight, so... <laughs> You know, he has his bow tie on. Well, you know, well, I knew you would be here, so I had to do yeah, that. Yeah, I like your bow tie. Um, I've definitely. known um, Sandra, you know, what, 11 years now, you know, that yep. we first met, maybe a little bit longer than that. 
And I actually had the opportunity to judge um, Sandra when she won her preliminary to go to Miss Black America Plus. And what was interesting is that Sandra and Naomi came out of the same prelim. Is, that's correct, right, Sandra, if I recall, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, you know, it's really interesting how I have a really interesting perspective on this. Um, Sandra, as you know, we interviewed Naomi last week. I recall. And um, there was a lot said. And, you know, my goal is just to be open, to be fair, um, to ask pertinent questions, you know, and, and this is obviously not about being shady or disrespectful. Exactly. I respect you, um, you know, as a female impersonator. I expect you as a title holder. And so some of the questions I'm going to ask you is based on the numerous emails that I've gotten, you know, um, since it was announced that you were going to be on the show. I have a few myself, okay? okay. So just take it in the vein of clarity, okay, and making sure that the proper information um, via your point of view is put out. Is that fair? Perfect. Okay, well, let's do it. Okay. Um, let's before, before you start, let me do my disclaimer. I sure, just want to know that I am in, I'm here not to defend myself because nothing I did during that reign needed defending. I'm not here to take up or defend Neo, Benny Mosley, or Sean, or the Black America Patriarchy system as a whole. Um, my purpose for being here is to give a common sense response to a lot of the allegations that were told because I think a lot of people have only been hearing one side and we tend to tell ourselves, you know, the less you feed into it, it'll go away. And it has not been true in this case. Right. And um, right. after sitting back and listening to a lot of things that were said, I feel that certain things need to be brought to light and certain things need to be explained in a common sense format so that people can actually get it, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, what, well the way that we're going to do this is that we're going to kind of start with just let's just say general questions, you know, just to get people up to speed on your point of view on some things, and then we'll get a little bit into the specifics. Is that okay? Can we do it that way? And, okay. You know, okay. Could you share with us initially, okay, so you want the Virginia prelim to go to black America. Yes. You go there, you know, obviously, by the way, no one does Liza Minnelli the way you do. You okay. know, obviously, your talent, your talent was fantastic. You walk away with the crown, Okay. I found a very interesting picture online that I want to try and show our audience. I don't know if you can see this. Do you remember this picture, Sandra? That Yes, actually, I do. That was pretty recent. Um, no, actually, the date on this picture is, um, this was right after, this was December 7, 2013. So I guess you're right. Yeah, we're in 2014. Compared to the... Is that correct? happened, yeah. It was at actually Miss United. Okay, well, well, the reason why is that this is obviously a very nice picture of you and Naomi. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that when you all won together, that, that it started off good. Is that fair to say? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, so my question is, kind of tell me a little bit about you and Naomi's relationship before things started to get very um, challenging before she gave up her title. Okay. Uh, once we won the prelim to Black America, that was our time to actually meet. Um, I knew nothing about her before that. I'm pretty sure she knew nothing about me. We won the prelim and we went to the nationals. Before going to nationals, of course, there was an incident where um, we were both actually dressing a contestant for a newcomer pageant. And something had happened in the back dressing room between the contestants themselves 
and a decision had to be made by the owner whether to let a contestant continue to compete because her talent music had messed up. Instead of letting the contestants choose for themselves, Naomi did have her output that she gave unwarranted, and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. After speaking with a couple people about it, uh, it was just known that that's how she was. So it rubbed me the wrong way, but I didn't let it bother me. I didn't let it affect my relationship towards her. She was still my sister because we won the prelim, and we went to Atlanta with a mission, and that was to win Black America and represent 757 because that was my home hometown area. Mm-hmm. Once we got to Black America, I was able and fortunate to win the night before they started their competition. So after I won, I was able to sit into interviews, and I kind of got a feel of where they were going with their feelings towards her. Mm-hmm. So as a sister, I did give her a heads up, and I informed her. I was like, hey, you might want to try not to focus on your Facebook post because she was known for that before she even came into the system. And through the grapevine, I had heard this, and I felt as a sister, not cheating or anything, as a sister. I just, I forewarned her, I was like, listen, try to stay away from that. If they bring it up, answer it, move past it, and keep it moving so they don't dwell on it and can use that against you. Okay. And she did a wonderful job. She, you know, she won. And then it became an issue of Naomi wanting to be the voice of the people. Okay. And we had an issue with that because nobody felt that we dubbed her that. It was a self proclaimed title. Are you referring are you referring to the term the people's queen? The people's queen, yes. Um, okay, and so why were there an issue with that? Because the reason why she I felt the reason why she dubbed herself that title was because when she found, like she said, she found out that Benny didn't want her. Okay. Now I was never told that by Benny, but enough people confirmed it that maybe he did have feelings towards Sheena. Would he mm-hmm. have preferred Sheena to win? I can't say that he would have, but if you follow drag and there are people that you are passionate about, of course you're going to root for that person. But the point was she won, and the fairness of the system was the fact that she won and they crowned her. So no matter who he wanted, she was his queen, and that point was made prominent to her. Unfortunately, she took the road of a victim and became saying, oh, well, because you don't want me, I'm going to prove myself to you guys, and I'm the people's queen, and I have a voice for the people. Well, mm-hmm. madam, you have just won your first national title. So I think her move should have been to represent herself and define herself before trying to represent the people. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, the one thing that sparked this up, you know, I got a couple of emails over the past couple of days, you know, Kyle, why is this coming up again? You know, they reigned in 2012 and gave up in 2013. You know, why are we rehashing this? You know, I've gotten some emails like that. And what I realized is that not too long ago, a video came out. I did not see it when it initially came out a couple of weeks ago. I just saw it uh, four or five days ago that somebody with Black America put out, you know, with with Naomi's um, discretion. So I guess a two-part question. The first part of my question about this video, I finally saw it, was, how do you feel about that video coming out at this point in time? And then secondly, do you feel that the information in that video is true? Well, I'm going to answer the second part first. I definitely feel that okay. it's true. There's no way that you can look at the video with the evidence, the preponderance of evidence that was presented in the video and not see that it was true. 
Okay. The motivation behind it is a personal it's a personal issue. You have to think what drove that person to release that video. Me knowing the person who did it, I know they're not petty. Okay. I know that they are not a vindictive person. But when they've had enough, they've had enough. And at that point, he had enough. Now, prior to that video being released, there was a little bit of chatter on Facebook. What sparked that video from coming up? It was a chatter that was going on before it. And, of course, you know, people like to talk. And when you have a subject, that, a sour subject that is brought up again, it's going to get heated. And the person who released the video had enough of hearing it. Unfortunately, um, I don't want to say whose name it was during the chattering, but Naomi was a part of it. Do I need to move? And, and do you feel do you feel that the video was justified based on what was going on the chatter on Facebook? Definitely, definitely. You do. Oh, you do feel it was justified because I feel that it was not a preemptive strike against her. It was a defensive mechanism used. Okay. Okay. Now, one um, part of Naomi's interview, she talked about her the trip that you all took to the Miss and Mr. Continental pageant during your reign. Actually, I, I did not attend that with them. I went to the Plus earlier in the year, so I was not with them when they went to Continental in the fall. Okay. Well, then, uh, then I'm going to ask you about the specifics of that trip since you weren't there. But the one thing that she did say, and she did include you in that statement, the way that I received her statement, is that after that, that her court spoke badly about her after that experience. Did and you have an opinion? That was actually, she was referring to the U.S. of A pageant. Oh, okay. Well, forgive me that. No, you're fine. Uh, what happened was her and Neil were in a room together prior to me getting there. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be blunt about it. I'm going to tell you the details. Basically, okay. what happened was I was dressed in Sunny Delight, and me okay. and Sunny had gotten into an alter, not an altercation, but just a, a disagreement. And okay. I felt it better to save my relationship with her. I decided to leave. After I did all my work with Sunny, mm -hmm. I chose to leave, and I went into the room with Neo and Naomi. Mm -hmm. Once I was in there, the issues that they had with each other, I was not there for, so I couldn't speak upon them. Let me tell you for you. So, therefore, I couldn't give my two cents. And what I heard was this person said this and the other person contradicted. In reality, it was a closed-door situation, so it really didn't bother me. It wasn't like it was a fist fight that was about to happen. It's just that okay. one person saw a situation arising, and the other person didn't agree, and they had their their word. Okay. After that was controlled, uh, the night of the competition came, the final night, and we, myself and Neo, I was fixing hair for Naomi. I was also fixing hair for other contestants and patrons of the pageant. Neo proceeded to iron both of our garments because he saw how we were both rushing. He got himself together. I fixed Naomi's hair, and then I proceeded to get myself together. After she was already done, she decided to rush the two of us. Now, she rented a car, and therefore she was driving us there. We were all going together, and we were trying to rush to, you know, make her feel, I guess, comfortable and getting there on time, which we were there on time. Okay. We also had to do the national walk. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
the issue came is once we got to the parking lot, Naomi just became very, very grand and demanded that Neo take her belongings, and she actually left them sitting in the parking lot and proceeded to walk off. And I looked at Neo and told him to leave them because that's not how you treat your, your king. You know, I was simple, can you help me take this as nice? Or can you get that and I'll take these bags? And after I saw that, I was just like, I would not move a muscle. Well, let me, let me ask a question. Um, Naomi, Naomi said something um, alluded to that she felt that when you all went to certain things and having to share a room that she was not queen, treated like the national queen that she was. So when you all did travel together and were together, do you feel that you were treated like a national queen or was her statement justified? I feel that we were treated like national royalty. I don't know what more Benny could have done for us because I don't know if you remember your contract, but I remember signing it, and there was a list of national pageants that we were told we had to make ourselves available for. We were also given a certain amount of dollars that were be, we could choose how much of that money we could use towards each pageant, traveling, towards hotel, food, whatever. Now, right. Benny never let us go without. He never let us go without. He always took care of our travel in our hotel, if we ask mm-hmm. them, case in point, I missed my flight the day leaving US of A, and he paid for my mm-hmm. hotel room for an extra day, and the, uh, the you know, the, the, the change of flight fee, because we went to the cookout, the cookout where she accused me and Neil of bad-mouthing her, which never took place. Her name was brought up in a negative way, but it did not come from Neil, and it did not come from myself. And I know exactly who told her we did that, but it was false. Okay. So in what way, so in what way do you feel that Naomi misrepresented you and, and Neo? And I'm not going to really speak much of Neo. Just so you know, we did invite Neo to come on the show as well. Mm-hmm. And, and he chose not to, and, and that's fine. I know Neo well. I respect him, and I respect the fact that he did not want to take part in this because at the end of the day, he's over it. Exactly. You know, and, and so I, I respect that. But how, how do you feel that she misrepresented you and him? You know, you felt that some of the things that she said or what she alluded to was not truthful. How, why do you feel that? Or what, what do you feel that she was alluding to that wasn't truthful? This, well, number one, she accused me of doing things throughout my reign, many things, she put it, and that was absolutely false. I've never, my reign as black America was a very clean and inconspicuous reign. I did what I was supposed to. First of all, it was my first national that I felt like a national queen, that I felt treated like a national queen, and I feel that black America groomed me. I am known for having an outward personality, an outspoken mouth. Mm -hmm. And I can actually say that I was on my P's and Q's throughout that reign. Mm -hmm. Now, after I gave up, then, you know, as they say, the shit rolled downhill. But I can honestly say that I was not being boisterous and mean to people and outspoken about things that I had no reason to say because we were specifically told that we could not do that. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Um, I want to... There was not one instance where she could prove what she was trying to say. So basically is I felt that if it was, let me just say something just to be saying it because there's nothing she can prove that I did wrong because there okay. wasn't. I want to ask you a question um, from an email that was sent to me. 
Um, someone wants to know that, you know, you and Naomi, you know, you won Norfolk Black America together, so you all were sister queens. You all went to the national pageant, wind up winning the national pageant, was on the court together, was going to spend a year together. And she's having all these issues. Why is it that you did not try to help her or empower her or mentor her to be better? You know, it seemed like that the general consensus is that you and Neo were a team and you all just left her ass out. You know, that seems to be the impression that many people have. What do you have to say about that for people that think that? Uh, first of all, that you're not there during the phone conversations that we had. Not everything is an open book. Not everything is put on Facebook as other people like to put their <laughs> personal issues. That's number one. Now, that's that common sense aspect that I'm saying. Of course there were phone calls made. Of course there, of course there were suggestions made. But mm -hmm. you cannot make someone change themselves. They have to change themselves. Mm -hmm. All you can do is offer okay. suggestions. So I guess what the public would have wanted us to do was to write on Facebook or social media, hi, we've called Naomi and we've tried to help her or we've tried to groom her, because that's what it seems like people wanted us to do. And it wasn't okay. And then It sounds like to me, Sandra, that you guys kind of felt like when she started acting all hoity-toity, did that, because I know for me, that would make me kind of be like, you're on your own, babe. Exactly. And after a while, it, it happened that way. And it's, I don't, I, like I'm saying, I'm not here to put her down. I'm not here to talk bad about her. This incident happened over a year ago. Her reign was over two, it was during two years ago. I've grown to move on. I've, I've come to move on about it. I just, like I said, I just wanted to get my viewpoint about it. You can't make anybody change themselves. And when someone has already got in their mind that they're trying to prove a point, that point is the only thing that they can see. Right. right. I want to. I want to read a quote that actually your king um, made, Neo Dickerson. He said this, or he posted this on February twenty fifth, um, two thousand twelve. He states, and I'm quoting him, when you have clearly done your job, there is no need for words. Actions have already spoken for you. Do you feel that, you know, did Naomi, in your opinion, do her job as Miss Black America in comparison to the job that you and Neo were doing? Uh, that's, you know what, that's a tough question. In her mind, I'm pretty sure she did her job. Do I feel... Okay. Do I feel that she could have done other things? I don't think she was a horrible queen. I don't think she was a bad queen. I think some of her or choices that she made about going or, or how she went about things could have been thought out. Uh, case in point, the prelim that was in D.C., Maurice's prelim, they, I were it. they were not obligated to have her. They were not mm -hmm. obligated to have her entertained. And if mm -hmm. she wanted to come, it was up to her choice. But by contract with the system, they did not hold a Miss pageant. They only held the Mr. Mm -hmm. So being that she was in the area, she did show up, and she you know, posted that she was there and in the building. And I guess some mis miscommunication came, and she was told that there was no need for her to entertain. And I guess she had got herself ready to entertain. And either way, the debauchery came was when she began to post online how she was upset and she felt a certain way and how dare they treat the queen like that. Those kind of things, as the reigning queen, you don't put online. Okay, well, let me ask a question about that. Um, I was there. I was the head judge at, that, at uh, Mr. Maryland, Black America. Do you think that as Miss Black America, regardless of what's in a contract or not, that she was treated fairly in that situation? Do you feel that 
you know, how it went down, what the way that it went down because she wasn't under contract, or could it have been handled differently because she was Miss Black America? Oh, definitely. I think on both parts it could have been handled differently. But the key part to that is how humble were you when you were being told that we don't need you? Or how did you approach the situation? Did you act nicely or did you just say, hey, I'm here if you need me? That's what I'm saying, you know. So I was not there, so I can't speak on what she said. I can't Mm -hmm. speak on what Maurice told her. Mm -hmm. But I know from experience that when you approach situations where there could be an outcome, you always, it's like a chess game. You have to offer yourself. And then if you're not needed, you can't get mad about that. They weren't under contract to have you. I want to um, quote something that Naomi said, and I want to get your opinion on it. She said that um, I did a lot with my title, even without getting direct. Now I'm paraphrasing it, actually. Um, I did a lot with my title, even without getting direction to know what to do, which is right or wrong. You know, and so what I got from that statement is that she did the best as she could, but she wasn't given the guidance to know what was right or wrong. Do you feel the same way about as far as how you were managed as Miss Black America Plus, or were you given direction on what was right or wrong? I was given direction when I asked for it, and there was a time where I had not completed a community service, and it was made known to me. Okay. As far as what her direction was, the only thing I can say, Kyle, is when things start off on a bad note, it leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth. Now, we can all say to each other, let's get on with our lives and let's move past this point. The friendship has been mended, but there's always that scene. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So people's minds have reverted back to, okay, she's doing this and this is how she feels. She is saying, or constantly saying how she is, she wasn't wanted, but, you know, this is how she's going to do it her way and this is going to be her reign. And then after a while, people just got over it, and so it, the communication kind of faded out. Okay. And it wasn't okay. that she was doing anything terribly wrong, but it got to a point where it was just like, well, what can you do? Right. Understood. She made a very interesting point in her interview Um, And, again, I'm paraphrasing her. I'm not quoting her, and I want to get your take on it. Um, In her interview, she cited that, you know, another Black America queen, um, someone who we all admire, you know, she's a legend in the industry, um, Alexis Gabrielle Sherrington. You know, she had um, lost her title with Black America Plus many years ago, and obviously, you know, five or six national titles later, you know, she's a legend in her own right. You know, I'm sure you would agree with me on that. Oh, definitely. I know I love Alexis. So, so, so... but so what the point that Naomi was trying to make is that even though this happened, that she can go on and still possibly be that legend. That's kind of what I was getting from her. Do you agree? Do you agree with that? I do agree with that. Um, let me tell you something. I have done things in my life and said things outwardly. Uh, one was recently last year, which I will get on. I will, I'm actually going to bring that up in a minute and address that situation. Okay. Um, but I feel that time moves on, and in time, people change. Times change, so, so must we. I just feel that I hope and I pray for Naomi, not in a pitiful way, but as a sister. I pray that this does not haunt her for the rest of her drag career, for whatever choice. You know, I hope that people do look past that and say, okay, she was in a growing phase. 
because let's be honest, it was her first national, and if I'm not mistaken, it was like her third pageant period. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So she's still in her infancy phase. And these right. are the times where we are supposed to learn. I didn't feel at that time I was I had the energy or strength to take care of my reign and hers. And once it got to a, a certain point, I didn't know if I cared anymore to do that. Okay. Okay. Now, you said there was something else that you wanted to, to address and bring up. Yeah, you know, like, I was, like you were saying, you know, can she move past this point? Last year, um, after winning Miss Joseph A., Shea Shea Larisse won, and I had oh, issues. Yeah. And yeah. I came out of my mouth, and I said something very, very mean and very nasty. Mm-hmm. And I was right. dead wrong. And I wanted to take this time, you know, to tell her and extend the olive branch to her and tell her, man to man, woman to woman, I truly am sorry for what I said and how right. I acted. There was no excuse for it. There was no reason for me to, to be that malicious right. and mean and just downright nasty. It was an, I was in a nasty place in my life, not a bad place, a nasty place right. in my life. And I was wrong. I was dead wrong. And I hope she can forgive me. Um, in her time, when she wants to, and like I said, right. I have Olive Branch, if she ever wants to reach out to me, I'm more than willing to do it face-to-face. The reason why I'm doing it here is because I said it openly and publicly. I didn't mm-hmm. message her and say it. I didn't inbox it to her. I said it on Facebook where everyone right. could see it. So, therefore, I'm taking this opportunity in front of everyone to say it, that from the bottom of my heart, Shasha Louise, I am sorry for the nasty things that I said about you. Well, I, I will I will forward that to her. You know, I, I did get to read some of it. And to be totally frank, I was very surprised when I saw it because I've always known you to be a lovely um, individual, you know, and to be someone that's always been professional. So, But it also takes a big person to realize their mistake, you know, and to take ownership of it. And I, and I commend you. I realized it earlier on. It's just that as a human, and, and pride will get in your way. So, mm-hmm. But now that I have this opportunity to openly tell her where I can say it from my voice and not behind the computer screen, you know, I just mm-hmm. feel that that's time for me to tell her. Good for you, Sandra. I commend you. I have one last question, one last one. So, Sandra, you know, first of all, obviously, thank you for this. But tell us, share with us, what's next for you? Well, I am the current reign of Miss Ohio Continental Plus. And next month I will be competing, excuse me, in April I will be competing for Continental Plus. And hopefully the third time is a charm, we shall see. Um, okay. And I would just like to leave with Facebook and social media and, and all of the people in our community. You know, we're all human and we all make mistakes and we say things. I've always been an advocate for free speech. Sometimes my speech hasn't been up to par, and I can accept that. I just hope that people can grow to love me as a person not from just what they see me put on, on, on Facebook because that's what I'm feeling at that time. It doesn't mean that I feel that way all the time. Sandra, do you know what my one wish is for you? My one wish for you. My, wait a minute. My one wish for you is that we'll get to rain together. <laughs> okay? That we get to rain together. That's my wish for you. Now I'm going to have to get me a penis so I can rain with you guys too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because I can't do your pageant, right? It's got I got to be a guy. Mm-hmm. Or some form uh, of you it. You know, I am addicted to pageantry. You never know what I may do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Carly, what's next? 
I just want to thank you so much, Sandra, for being here. I mean, I know that we're supposed to turn the other cheek and to not let it bother us when people say things, but I think that you can come on in a classy and a positive way like you have and be able to share your side, and, and kudos to you for how you've done that. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for affording me the opportunity to do yeah. that. Do you have any – how can everyone get a hold of you? You can look me up on Facebook under Sandra Lopez. Also, if you're in the Virginia Beach area on Sundays, I perform at Drag Yourself to Brunch, which is located at Crocs Bistro on the corner of 19th Street in Cypress at the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. Awesome. And I, and I have a shout-out to – You go ahead, Kyle. You may shout-out. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Micah Lord, the director of Black America Junior and Junior Miss. I was going to shout-out the date of um, the Junior Junior Miss, pageant, but um, he didn't give me the date, so give me the date, so I'll give you a shout-out, but I want to give him a shout-out. And then I want to give a shout-out to my physique coach. I'm still waiting on my diet. So in the meantime, I went shopping, and look what I bought, Girl Scout cookies. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> Did you so, find them outside of the marijuana dispensary? My, oh, you don't live in Washington, sorry. I do not. I do not. It's not quite legal in the Commonwealth of Virginia. My fitness trainer was supposed to send me my diet today. And so I decided to create my own diet today, and these are my Girl Scout cookies. So Craig Hughes of Body by Craig, send me my diet, and then I'll be tempted to eat these. I'm done. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you can find me on thecurvytimes.info on Facebook. And my shout-out today, I want to say thank you to the pageant system that I am a reigning national queen with. That is todaysamericanwomanpageant.com. We are actively looking for contestants. So whatever state you're in, go to todaysamericanwomanpageants.com and check us out. It is a pageant for all women, all ages, all sizes, all ethnicities, all abilities, all welcome to come and rock a crown with us. Thank you, Sandra, again. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to getting to know you better. And everyone, thanks for joining us. Oh, one last thing. Be sure you go to pageantlive.com and vote for Paige as our fashion hero. The fashion hero is a contest going on right now for our founder, Paige, to be on the show that they're going to be producing. So be sure you go vote for her. And thank you, everybody. Be a blessing. But to be blessed, you've got to be a blessing to others first. Thank you so much. Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.